Hey, welcome to Monday Post, a late afternoon edition of it. Um, it's about 3.27 now, um, so it should be released about 4 p.m. today when, you, when you'd be able to get to this. But, uh, man, I'm happy to be with you here. Monday Post, the post-sermon, post-Sunday recap from Normandale. It's Mason. And, uh, yeah, so this is week number two on our money and tithing series called First Fruits. And uh, man, it's been a good thing. I think it's been really good. On all honest, full disclosure, you know, for four years I've been here and I have not ever taught on tithing in this manner. And uh, in some ways I was nervous looking forward to this. Um, but towards the end of the last year, I saw it was really needed for us um, because it's, an, it's another area of obedience that God calls us to in Christ. And so uh, I began to look forward to this towards the end of last year, and and now it's finally here, man. I'm I'm really grateful for the opportunity to get to teach on uh, money and tithing in this manner, and so um, it's been a a growing point for me personally, just as a pastor here, um, and one in being okay with talking about something that is sensitive to a lot of people, uh, money, but then also in in my personal just like growing to into the boldness that God calls us to as leaders and as teachers to teach his word in the manner that he presents it and, uh, and just being bold about it. And so uh, it's been a good thing for all of us, I think. And so, man, this this past week, we talk, or yesterday, we talked about uh, God being the center of our world. And money is just another avenue to demonstrate that God is our prize, and He's the centerpiece of our lives, and we recognize that it's His world that we live in, and everything belongs to Him, including all of our money. And so as a result, we happily and joyfully, and in response to Him, give back 10% to His purposes and what He desires to do in our world through our local church. And so uh, so that's what was yesterday. That's what it was about. We looked at Mark chapter 12 verses 38 to 44, in which we were looking at a bad example and a good example of what it looks like to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our mind. The bad example were the scribes who used their religion as an opportunity for self-advancement, self-promotion, and they loved loved themselves, and as a result, they missed the entire point of their religion, which was knowing God. Yet the good example we saw was the poor widow who had very little money, and she walked into her temple, into the temple, with a dollar thirty-six, and uh, gave a hundred percent of her income, a hundred percent of her social security, a hundred percent of what she had. She gave that to the Lord. Why? Because that's where her heart was. Her faith was in Him. Her love belonged to Him. And so she turned to Him and said, I'm going to trust you. You told me to give. And so I'm going to give to your purposes. And I'm going to trust that you're going to provide for my needs. And as such, she lived out real faith. And so for us, man, the call was, what does your level of giving say about where your treasure is? What is your personal level of giving to God? the local church, to Normandale for what God wants to do here among us. What does that say about where your heart truly is? And and so, man, that's a hard message for us, and it's a good message for us to hear, right? Because, because that is another area of our lives that Jesus says, that's mine, that belongs to me. And it's a big, it's a struggle for us to open up our hands and say, okay, you can do what you want with this area of my life. And, uh, and it's a message we need to hear. It's a message I personally need to hear. So I've, I've personally looked at my own giving um, and I've, I've assessed like, okay, am I giving enough? You know, is this 10%, is this enough? Do I need to increase this a little bit? Do I need to give a little bit more in this moment 
than what I'm currently giving. And, and so it's a, I think it's a good question for all of us. And, uh, and so God has done some really cool things among us. Uh, I'm just, just man, one, one thing we've seen the past two weeks is uh, what God has done has, I'm going to tell you, it's man, it's awesome. We have seen the amount we've received as a church, our giving. Man, tip, so on a typical week, you know, on any given Sunday, say in 2022, so our, our average need is somewhere around $12,500 a, a week, somewhere between there and $13,000. That's how much we need per week to match our budget. Most weeks we receive somewhere between ten and twelve thousand uh, dollars. So you, we're usually below that. Um, however, the past two Sundays, last Sunday we received seventeen thousand two hundred dollars, and then yesterday we received seventeen thousand five hundred dollars, which is amazing. Like that is something that God is doing here among our church. It's, uh, it's the Spirit is working in our hearts, leading us to lovingly respond to Him with our money by giving it here at Normandale for the purposes of what God wants to do among us here. And so we want to praise God for Him providing for our church in this manner through us, as people who are joyfully responding in obedience to Christ. And uh, and so, man, we're really, really excited about that. Now, I want to give you this caveat. Those are the last two weeks. So, so it's last week and this past Sunday, yesterday, we each received over $17,000, which we never received that much ever as a church um, on a Sunday, but we've done it two times in a row. Now, I don't want to expand that out and us to get ahead of ourselves and say, this is where we're at now, our giving. Because if that were the case, we would be close to $900,000 in terms of receipts on the year. Um, Now, we're in the middle of a giving and tithing series, so it's on people's minds more than it is typically. And also, we don't know, I don't know metrics on this. I don't know if this is like people people have set up recurring giving or what, or, or people are just more excited about giving right in this moment up to this. I, I don't know what trends are going to look like. And so we'll be able to see more of where people's hearts truly are or, or what, what God has really done in our hearts in terms of setting up recurring giving, you know, throughout the year when we're not talking about giving on Sunday for the sermon. You know, we'll be able to assess that in several months from now, looking back on what the trends look like. But ultimately, right now, what we want to do is we want to give praise to God as a church for what he has done these past two weeks in terms of our giving. Um, And so ultimately, this is not about our church budget, but it's about God's goodness and his glory displayed in our hearts. Um, And so if our giving does begin to look like this, man, think of all that God could accomplish through us as we give faithfully to his kingdom work here at Normandale. Like, think of like, if our giving does continue to hold to what it's looked like the past two weeks, man, we could do, we could expand so many ministry areas of our church that were just honestly unthinkable over the past several years. And so this is, man, this is awesome that we have seen this over the past couple weeks. Uh, And we're going to pray and continue to hope uh, in God and continue to call each of us to faithfulness, to continue to give with all of our hearts um, to God. And so, uh, man, that is awesome. I'm about to choke. Awesome news. All right, need a drink of water. And uh, and so, man, this has been a good series, a good thing for me. Now, here's where we're going, because if we are giving in the way of that, um, the the poor widow who gave her 100% of her income over to God and said, I'm going to trust you with it, the next 
obvious question is, okay, well, if I do give 10% or if I give 100%, like if God is calling me to give in this radical manner where I'm giving, you know, 200 bucks a month or $1,000 a month or something like this, what do I, like, am I going to be okay? Like, am I going to, am, am I, if I follow through with this, is God going to care for me or am I going to, like, how am I going to make this work financially for us or for our family? Well, Jesus actually talks about this very thing. And so let me pull this up right here. So in Matthew chapter 6, oh no, wrong resource. Matthew chapter 6, he is talking about possessions. He says, don't store up uh, treasure for yourselves on earth, um, but instead store up treasures in heaven. He's like, where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. And he's like, you can't serve two masters. You're going to either love one and hate the other, or you're going to be devoted to one and despise the other. You can't serve God and money. And so for us, we've been there. That's kind of what we've been thinking about. It's like we want to store up our treasures in heaven. We want to demonstrate that he is our prize, not our bank accounts. And so we want to give over to him to what he wants to do because that is more important to us as his people. Now, the next question then is, are we going to be okay if we do that? And Jesus answers that very question in Matthew, the next verse in Matthew chapter 6. This is in verse 25. This is where we get the anxiety passage. It says, therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life. What you'll eat or what you'll drink or about your body or what you'll wear. Isn't life more than food and body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? And so like, He's talking about your anxiety over if you're giving money away and he then in the measure that he calls us to or expects or desires us to towards his purposes here at the local church. Then Jesus says, Well, listen, if you do that, don't worry. Don't worry. Your heavenly father sees this and he's gonna honor this. Like, look at this, look at the birds. They don't go to work. They don't earn an income, but yet they get food. Your father cares for them. Aren't you worth more than them? Is that can, you can't add one moment to your life by worrying. And why do you worry about clothes? Like whether you're going to have enough to be able to provide clothes. Like look at the field, the wildflowers of the field. Not even Solomon in all of his splendor was adorned like one of them. But yet, I tell you, uh, if that's how God clothes the grass of the field and is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, how much more... Will he not care for you, O you of little faith? So don't worry, like, what are you going to eat? Or what are you going to drink? Or what are you going to wear? He's like, the Gentiles seek these things, but you, your heavenly Father, knows that you need them. So seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. See, there's something, Dennis, like, we're we're very anti uh, uh, gospel, the the, uh, uh, financial gospel, essentially. Like, we're very anti, like, I'm going to give to God or I'm going to turn to God so that way I'll become rich at off of it. And, you know, kind of like the Creflo Dollar style thing or Joel Osteen style thing where like the prosperity gospel, that's what I'm looking for. You know, we're very anti or, or leery of anything that sounds like prosperity gospel. God's going to reward me with wealth because I was faithful to him. Like that's not true, but we are so anti that that we're very leery of the very real message that God does bless those who are faithful to him. And that doesn't mean, he, okay, well, you give this week and he's going to provide you a brand new suburban next week. That's not exactly what he's talking about. But it is that 
true that God does bless those by caring for them, by providing for them in ways that they wouldn't have thought ordinarily could happen. For example, we have, I'm not going to give you exact examples here. I want, I want other members to be able to share these things on their own, but we've had members here who are faithful at giving and say, I'm going to be faithful at giving even though I have these costs racking up for this thing happening in my life. And I don't know how exactly it's going to work, but I will not pull money away from the church in order to, to fix this thing in my family. When lo and behold, when it came up, when it came time, they received uh, the, the funds to be able to carry out what they were trying to do. And, and we've seen that multiple times where God blesses those who are honoring of him in their lives. And so to, for us to overlook that, I think, is wrong. Because, because Jesus says, seek first his kingdom, and these things that you need will be provided for you. And he ends this with this. Therefore, don't worry about your tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has its own trouble, or has enough trouble of its own. And so that passage, I think, is the perfect spot for us to go next and probably to finish out uh, this giving and tithing series. Um, So that's where we're going to go this coming Sunday, but I I think it's a really, really helpful one for us um, as we begin to think through truly giving away 10% of our our income or more. And so, um, yeah, and also this Sunday, I think is going to be, we we did it a little bit this week in sharing how you can give to the church, but I think this Sunday is going to be the call. Like two Sundays ago, we said, Hey, I want you to write down that you're going to pray about giving and you're going to talk to your spouse about giving. And this thing I think is going to be the one where we say, now it's time to commit. We want you to commit to what God is calling you to give here. And, uh, and so I think we're going to do that this coming Sunday. And, and man, I'm really excited about it. I hope you are too. I hope you're encouraged by this over the, this avenue that God says, hey, follow me. Follow me with this. Open your hands and allow me to do what I want to do in your life and in your money. And, uh, and I think through this, through us being faithful to God in this manner, that we are going to see God do amazing things here at Normandale um, through our faithfulness. And I truly believe that. And so, um, so we're going to continue to give with reckless abandon like Jesus calls us to do. And we're going to pray and walk by faith to see him do things among us that we can only ascribe to the Spirit of God. And uh, so I hope you're with me in this. And, uh, and so, yeah. Well, I'll see you guys on uh, Wednesday and then here again on Sunday. It's kind of an abrupt ending, but it's kind of all I have to say. Hey, I'll see you later.